welcome to another week of Brigham Young Money. It is Kyle. Hello. And I've got Jordan and Greg with me. How are you guys doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing good. Um, I went to the gym this afternoon. Uh, it's always great uh, to go there and to show off everything while you're just wearing jeans and nothing else. I love and, bench pressing 115 pounds and in, then my, doing, in my Wranglers. He just like me for real. Just eight <laughs> struggle, just eight struggle reps on the incline press. And then doing eight of the worst push-ups you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. yeah. Zero, like zero, zero, zero again. And what like, you-, you know what? Props to props to the man. He looks for for a 95-year-old man, he looks great. Of he's course, got the weird we are he's talking got, about RFK Jr. He's right? got the weird diamond cutter nipples. He's got the Joe Rogan nips. Guys, I uh I spent like a weird amount of time looking up and reading stuff about RFK Jr. Dude, his, um, his voice is really fucked up, and I really think it's funny that he got it from doing heroin. Wait, did he? Wait, I honestly don't know. Like, what? I he don't got, know how that. He apparently got hepatitis C or something like that from sharing needles. Wait, like actual heroin use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he got uh, caught oh, with man, heroin uh, a number of years ago. That's what Billy Baldwin said. And I, I, I trust Billy Baldwin on things. <laughs> yeah. I, here's, here's the tweet from Billy Baldwin about this too. Billy Baldwin Robert tweeted Kennedy, about it. Okay. Yes. Robert Kennedy Jr. told me on several occasions that he contracted hepatitis C from my father-in-law, John Phillips, when they shared needles shooting heroin together back in the 70s. What the I, I found that to be disturbing, unsettling, and impossible to prove because in the very next breath, he told me that he, quote, shared needles with junkies and shooting galleries up in Harlem on many occasions end quote man that's 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 pretty bleak i do like this tweet from uh i did like him saying with the uh, he tweeted this out thanks rob schneider for your years of courage plus <laughs> emceeing a successful kennedy fundraiser last night in brentwood it drew, is uh yeah drew landry said thank you rob schneider for your years of courage might be the funniest sentence in human history i it's- Dude, Rob Schneider looks so he's just such a weird little goofball. Um, I just you know if 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 Adam Sandler didn't have a program a make work program for like out of work SNL actors, like Rob Schneider would have died like 20 years ago. Hundred percent. I respect I I I do love that about Adam Sandler. It's just to like be just funneling hundreds of millions of dollars to his friends like that. He's from, like a, he's like a uh, new deal, like, like WPA program for all the guys <laughs> who had a catchphrase in 1993. Yeah. Instead of making like street marker signs for like historic landmarks, you get Rob Schneider just like making appearances in, so in movies. Got, it's great. I've got two things. Cause I've spent quite a bit of time not really researching, but just thinking about RFK because he's a he's a genuine freak. Yeah, and one, it's funny to see someone who's so uh, just very apparently on some sort of junk, some sort of gear, whether it's TRT or HGH or something like that. Someone who is very obviously shooting up with something. 
be so anti-needles and so anti-vax. <laughs> yeah. It also is very funny to me that I, he's uh, he's gaining a lot of steam with like right wing cranks. Like it's all the same guys who like rail against Hunter Biden, but then they'll get behind RFK Jr. Despite them being the exact same person. Dude. OK. Are, is the plan to get all of these like right wingers to register as Democrats to vote for him in primaries? Like I honestly. I, I, which I they're not going to do because they're going to need to vote for Trump over DeSantis. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a little confused by the strategy. I, the thing about our dude, I've got some weird feelings about him. <laughs> like, first of all, really I didn't guy. know he was married to Cheryl Hines. Like, I I miss <laughs> that. Like, I don't I don't know. How, I just had no idea. Um, so I was like, dude, is that is that fucking Larry David's? <laughs> like, I know he's not, she's not actually his wife, but I was just like, man, it's it's the lady from Curb. Um, that was weird. I like looked at his kids' Instagrams. It like. One of his sons dated Taylor Swift back in like 2012, which is a, a, a weird thing because I was looking at pictures from Cheryl Hines and RFK Jr.'s wedding. What a scene, first of all. Natasha Bedingfield performed at the wedding and performed unwritten, of course. <laughs> so shout out to Natasha Bedingfield for that. The rest is still unwritten. Dude, like how do the Kennedys all look like that? Like strongest non-Mormon white person genes I've seen. Um, it's kind of amazing. Uh, and I don't necessarily mean that as a, in a positive way. I just mean like really defining features. Like all of them just look the same. Um, there's like a bazillion Kennedys. I was reading about all of them. Um, very yeah, weird the, uh, the Kennedys are to Catholicism what the Romneys are to Mormonism. Dude, yeah, American Catholic. It's so weird. Um, but the thing about RFK is that, I mean, I think he's sincere, but I feel bad for his family because <laughs> – from what from what it seems like, like all of his kids and his wife are kind of just like normal liberal people, like in the lead up to the 2020 election. Um, I think his daughter posted like a thing that was like it was like a like a fan cam of like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And it was like, get out there and do your part or whatever. And I was like, and now they're like getting hit up by just like a bazillion crank people online about you either you get you get like the the blue anon people that are like saying that rfk jr is ushering in a new era of fascism or you get like the crank people who were just like your dad is the second coming of christ (laughs) it's like there's no in between and it's really it's really nuts man and it's incredible because it's just for this vanity campaign for this guy who's pretty much just running on on like goop, but on like a political scale, <laughs> dude. Okay, yeah, dude, so he's, he's, he's the male goop guy. That's absolutely it. Yeah, and and Cheryl Hines had to like distance herself from his comments when he was comparing vaccine mandates to like Nazis or something. He compared the mandate to Anne Frank. Yeah. I kind of want RFK to win now, just so because that would make the absolute greatest season of Curb of all time. Yeah, Larry does DC. That would be great. (laughs) I mean, then I got I did get go through a whole thing where I was reminded that Larry David's like a Pete Buttigieg guy. Yeah, um, which is you know, Bo Buddy's nerfing. Yeah, that's a whole thing. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I, 
at some part of me feels bad for RFK just because like I think he is sincere, but he is being used in like he's a crank, the most cynical dude. way possible. I know I mean, he is a crank, but I think he's a sincere crank, which makes but it that even, doesn't it make it, it any better. He, that just means yeah. it makes it better. It just makes yeah. it makes me sad. <laughs> I'm just like I'm out there. I'm just like, damn. that just means you you genuinely believe this shit and you're not like a gorilla mind guy who's just in it to make millions. Yeah. yeah. What I find really like sad and disturbing is like leftists who think like he's going to usher in like Medicare for all when it, it's far more likely what he's going to do is like make the Department of Health and Human Services like ban seed oils. Oh, it's more likely he runs as Trump's like VP than he does anything 100%. beneficial for um like I honestly have no no idea what he's doing, but I, I'm but he's I'm in favor like twenty percent. Like I know, kind it's not, of like we've had polls come out like New Hampshire where he's like pulling neck and neck with like Marianne Williamson. He like, is uh, polling a lot better than like Ron DeSantis though. Like yeah, so I don't. I don't know. I do want to see debates, though. I'm in, I'm in favor of debates in any case, whether that's Trump zooming in from prison and gets to like thrash on all the other Republicans <laughs> or if Joe Biden has to go up there on stage with RFK Jr. And they like and if, if it's Joe Biden, RFK Jr. and Marianne Williamson, just the three oh of them. Oh, my God. Give it to me. I need it. <laughs> I need it so bad. <laughs> yeah, just, just like Joe Biden talking about ice cream, Marianne Williamson talking about like her orb we need strength, to heal. Man. Yeah, we need to heal the oh. world with love. And Bless then just Marianne's like heart, man. RFK Jr. talking about like going on some like Alex Jones rant about how like uh children's vitamins are turning them trans yeah i mean having all three of those on a stage would look like an anamorph cover if you look at <laughs> <laughs> oh no let's go dude oh man what a, what a weird guy though i uh i kind of hate him man I, I get it. I get why people hate him. And but he's I, also in a, like I hate him, but I don't want him to go away, if that makes sense, because he is wildly entertaining. Dude, like the way I, he's I, just like I, a what I think is most clown. entertaining is like people's like real obsession with him and the Kennedys. And there is there is something deeply like boomer. It, it He's a boomer whisperer for real. Like the 100%. way that the, there is something about the Kennedys and the grasp that they have on like a certain type of person's heart in this country that I think is so fascinating. Like it is really, it's, it's kind of incredible. He, he should be running solely on the fact that the CIA killed his family, but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, think about it this way though, too, it's like, it's a family that's like just defined by curse. I mean, JFK and RFK both got killed before they could like carry out some sort of like terrible neoliberal plot project that they were pretty much planning to do in the sixties anyway. Like, yeah. Like if JFK lives and wins the 64 election, he does start Vietnam anyway. Like that's still right. happening. Sure. Like, yeah, but like he died at just the perfect time. There was like, Oh, well this comment that someone left for him, it says, leave the Democrats and you can win. And this response is he's running as a Democrat as protection against the three letter agencies targeting him for assassination, assassination, like his dad and uncle, he can raise consciousness and test the water because there is no way in hell the democratic crime family will ever give him the nomination. So, <laughs> I, um, I mean, all you'd really have to do to stop him is just give him a hot dose of whatever he's on right now anyway. So, right. Dude, like <laughs> I, you know, like if you Google the names of like his kids or whatever, they're like, their title is like American socialite, but which is just its own weird thing. But like, 
their Instagram comments, like his daughter's Instagram comments, there are people that are like, your dad is like our only hope <laughs> as, as, as a civilization. And that is just, it's, there's something like really like he speaks to deeply ill people. <laughs> and I think that that's awesome. I, so, I, I too uh, think that my Wi-Fi router is melting my brain at any given day. Yeah, please, that was like the, save us. the dumbest. That was one of the more dumb things he said. So, um, yeah. So shout out to. Oh, and like people are really mean to Cheryl Hines because she doesn't like post pictures with uh, with him. Um, and, and RFK also, he offered to like do a fake separation from Cheryl Hines so she would get left alone. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and he wrote like a full uh, press release for it and they decided against it. But that is that is a top tier wife guy, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, he's <laughs> he is a wife guy. Um. But yeah, anyway, bizarre, Listen, bizarre you're situation. you're changing my mind about RFK right now, man. Dude, I don't... Maybe I don't hate him. He is just... He's just a weird-ass dude, man. And like, I... And his sincerity, I think... I don't know. Obviously, there's something about him that speaks to people. And I think it is just this weird thing that the Kennedys have over... I don't know. There, there are so many people that aren't even related to these Kennedys that cuss by on the Kennedy name when they have like the same line i don't know it's it's bizarre um but yeah i'm glad i'm glad he and i bench the same amount that's pretty sweet good for, <laughs> good for us that's oh. pretty cool you know yeah. it really is because i saw so many comments who's like leave him alone he's 69 years old like well if you're gonna make your whole campaign about how you're swole and we're gonna make america healthy again you sure as shit better put up at least one plate yeah and like at so, least yeah. have like semi-decent form too come on man yeah like like Jesse Ventura, if he ran for president, you'd see him put up at least like two bills. I would put up so many plates. <laughs> Even if it killed him, he would I he would, would do, do it. I would and I would scream fuck Hulk Hogan the whole time. Love that guy. Um man, okay, so I I before we record this, I went and saw a movie this evening and um walking in, I saw a big prominently displayed poster of the sound of freedom. Uh, talking like, you know, in advance of its opening weekend, which is, of course, the 4th of July. Um, the Sound of Freedom, for those who don't remember, this is the movie that's this about is the sound of freedom. It's about Tim Ballard <laughs> and a I, true like, hero. I can only like we friend know of the how, show friend of the show, Tim Ballard and <laughs> Operation Underground Railroad. We've done multiple episodes about them and gone through all of the different reporting. Nothing but positive things to say. About right. Them. That's come out about their extremely accurate and helpful operations that they've been running in the global south to save children from sex trafficking, um, ostensibly. And this movie that I can only assume is going to be extraordinarily accurate and uh, in every way where Jim Caviezel plays uh, Tim Ballard, which for those who don't know who he is, he played Christ in Passion of the Christ. It, it's, so. it's so fitting to have a guy who thinks he plays and he thinks he's a Navy SEAL play a guy who also thinks he's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> it's perfect yes. casting. It's... Did you guys know that, that Jim Caviezel was born in Mount Vernon? No. <laughs> that even better. God, yeah. it, there are layers. This I is a man, in, a man who listen. contains multitudes. 
I went back and listened to that QAnon Anonymous episode about him, and that might be the best like hour of podcast ever. It's Just incredible. Like there was the time where he talked about how much like Hitler had good ideas, and never was like just like shut up, man. It's like what he he did good things. I don't want to talk about. There's the multiple times he went up to Asian people and pretended he could speak yes. Chinese. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. There was the times he couldn't remember his lines, so they put an index card on his on his, the opposing actor's face so he could read directly off of the other person's face. Oh man. Great. Did you guys know that Bill Camp is in is in Sound of Freedom? That's disappointing, but um that's something well, I saw. The, the thing is, is this movie's been like development hell for like 3 years. Like it, it's been sound like it was supposed to get released in 2020 and they just could never find a distributor because everyone's like, "No, this is too batshit crazy even for us. Like we we can't do this." And and that was when like Operation Underground Railroad stock was its highest. Yeah. And and now at this point they had to find they had to use the Tuttle Twin Studio people, Angel Hell Studios. Yes. Yeah, Angel Studios. You might remember Angel Studios because they're also the same people that got sued to bejesus by Hollywood oh, Studios for, for vid editing Angel. all those. I films. didn't realize they were Vid Angel. Yeah, so Vid Angel, which turned into Angel Studios, uh, they were the ones that were like essentially releasing edited versions. Yeah, they were censoring of, R-rated movies. Yeah, and their argument was like. Uh, it, it was essentially like me being like, okay, I'm going to go to a, uh, like an art gallery. I'm going to buy a piece of art and I'm going to paint over it. And then I can sell that and say, it's the original piece of art. Like that's essentially like the grounds that they were, they were arguing. They were, uh, I, I don't know how far up it actually went, um, like in, in court, but yeah, they did get sued <laughs> a, a lot, lot. and yeah. they, uh, rebranded as angel studios in 2021. Um, yeah, it was on. They were arguing under the Family Movie Act of 2005, and they uh, eventually, after being sued in 2016, uh, reached a settlement in 2020. So, um, yeah, man, I I totally forgot. It's it's just perfect that they're the ones that are making this. That's just that's just too sweet. And, and if you go on Twitter, like every other post is an ad for this fucking movie at this point. Yeah. So what's Okay, there's been some other weird stuff with Tim Ballard where he's been talking about he had this whole lie about Mel Gibson funding or like creating some like multi-part docu-series about him as well. Is What was the deal with that? I saw I saw the well, video. There's been a lot of like stories about this and it doesn't help that like Newsweek put out two articles too. like whatever, like the current iteration of Newsweek that's just pretty much just like desecrating the corpse of Newsweek. Yeah. Like pretty much like, is Mel Gibson doing this? Because Tim Ballard said he is. And in this whole statement, like Tim Ballard says that Mel Gibson did the final cut of Sound of Freedom, which is such an amazing lie that I. I <laughs> what, what is doing the final? Like he was like he helped edit it or what? Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. It was like I one. I don't think you can afford Mel Gibson to do that because like no matter what you want to say about that guy, too, like he's a multi Oscar winning like director. Listen, actor. man, the Tuttle Twins have thousands of books sold yeah <laughs> literal thousands and, and then it just like us. came out that like it's just some guy doing a documentary not mel gibson got it yeah and like people were like super stoked at the idea of mel gibson doing this because he was going to be like sh shining a light on the hollywood like pedo elite or whatever um 
but yeah, that's just all not true. And Tim was just up there lying. <laughs> so, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's what Tim Ballard Tim's does a liar. lot. Tim like, Ballard he's, is he's a, a self-aggrandizer liar. more than anything else. Too. Like, he's been on like like he was originally on the lineup for like AlphaCon as well. Like, and then mm-hmm. like once it started getting a lot of flack, too, it was like they just mean like you, we gotta go. Well, We're he also started getting that. under federal investigation as well. Yeah, a little bit, but it was more like the like Davis County was looking into him sure. or anything like that. And but like that's the thing. Like once he became under more scrutiny, he's like, well, I can't really do the things I used to. But like he's fallen in the same circles as every single like scam artist, like seminar guy that Utah has too. Like he's done a lot of shit with like Sean Whalen and things like that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, he's like, there's a big Sean Whalen thing going around. We talked about him as well. Um, so in that video, Tim Ballard like. Ex- like explicitly says that's what Mel Gibson is doing. And then um, like, I guess entertainment weekly talked to him about this, uh, talked to Tim Ballard, but um, he, he cleared this up. He said, <laughs> uh, he said that while Gibson is a personal hero of his, the actor is not a producer on the four part documentary series. Quote, I stand by every word I said in the ver- in the video circulating around social media. Mel is a personal hero of mine. And called me back in 2022 with valuable intelligence regarding children who are rumored to be vulnerable to human traffickers in Ukraine. Using that intelligence, we went to Ukraine where Operation Underground Railroad, Aerial Recovery Group, and the Nazarene Fund were successful in beginning the process of dismantling a dangerous international pedophile ring, said Ballard in a statement. He continued, yeah, he continued, Mel deserves all the credit for taking the initiative to further the critical work that we do. I am personally grateful for his support as we worked on this documentary. However, reports that this four-part series is actually being produced by Mr. Gibson are not accurate. Uh, Yeah, the reports are because he said that in a video. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's just amazing. But um, How could you have test the integrity of a man that wrote a book saying Abraham Lincoln was secretly Mormon? Like, how could you do that? Yeah. Bizarre. Great, great stuff, though. So, yeah, we'll be uh, checking that. that I'm movie so out excited to watch this movie. I, I can't even. And center. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great film. Um, I can only I, I'm going to be out of town <laughs> next week, but I'll be with my family. So maybe I'll get to go see it with my dad, who yeah. I know actually does want to see this. Me movie. and Greg are going to be surrounded by QAnon grandmas. I'm, and just so, like, I'm so excited, dude. You guys got to tell me what the what the crowd is like here in Utah to see that movie. If, if, it, if it's not playing in California, I'll see you when I get back. But um, man, it's just it's going to be beautiful. I, I really can't wait. It's going like to be Jordan a piece said. of shit. Like, I mean, like, oh, I let's God, just be yeah. honest, but it, it's, I, I have no expectations for this film just because like, if it was a decent story and all that too, it wouldn't be sitting in like a can somewhere with, next to the Ark of the Covenant in the warehouse. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care. It's, I'm, I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. Well, Jordan, play that drop. Let's, let's, let's talk headlines. Oh my god! Hey, Jordan, can, can you bring some cokes in here? 
I didn't. We should probably mention that. Like, Trump's got to be pretty fucked, right? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. it was really funny. <laughs> that, 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 him just dead to rights, just saying, "Look at all the illegal shit I do." On pretty, tape. he said, "It's pretty cool, huh?" It's pretty cool. <laughs> it fucking rocks to break the break the law. I love being president felonies. Uh, <laughs> it's the perfect Trump crime, too. It really be is. Like, you know, I'm not really allowed to have this anymore, but you know what? I don't care. I think it's cool to have. Like, that's it. Like, like it's the perfect, like, dumb guy crime, too. It's like, I'm not giving this back. Just for the principle of it all, I'm not giving Just it a, back. Yeah, a 75-year-old man with oppositional defiance disorder. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> all right, let's get into these. Uh, hell line number one. Finally, a sub-catastrophe that doesn't involve Jared Fogle. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> a Titanic bound submersible uh, went missing last Sunday with five people on board and suffered a catastrophic implosion, killing everyone on board. U.S. Coast Guard uh, Rear Admiral John Mauger said Thursday a remotely operated vehicle uh, it was basically a, a submarine that was powered by a Nintendo 64 controller. <laughs> Uh, found the tail cone of the Titan about 1,600 feet away from the bow of the shipwreck, he said. And then, of course, there is the uh, incredible story of one of the uh, stepsons of a billionaire who was on uh, board the ship who, you know, obviously tragically died, uh, who tried to parlay said tragedy into uh, A, getting some pussy and B, meeting Blink-182. That was awesome. It was crazy seeing how many like women on their like very uh, prominent Twitter accounts being like, oh, yeah, this is the guy who was stalking me and I had to like get a restraining order against him or he this got, was the guy. He got arrested for making death threats to like rave DJs. <laughs> that so dude insane. went to prison for that. Do you know how hard it is to go to prison for stalking and making death threats? That means you've been warned many times. Yeah, it's uh tough scene did you guys see that like multiple like titanic museums around the world are going to do like memorial services for the five of them which is amazing to me it's like that's like dying in a drunk driving accident like auschwitz and getting added to the death toll like like, come on man that's so it's so great um yeah like if he a lot of stuff going on with this. First of all, the guy, the CEO dude, um, who like pure evil for letting like a kid get on the submarine when you've been I'm lots of I mean, the parent of the kid that that, that brought him on there, like the billionaire dude, one of the billionaire guys. Um, also, really, really horrible decision making. But the CEO, the guy who ran this company, really evil dude um, to just be guy. bragging about how you basically don't believe in safety and then bringing people into your uh little unsafe tube to go explode in the ocean um just he, really horrible behavior he made on his part the goddamn submersible out of carbon fiber yeah and he was talking about how like uh i mean how innovative he he is and was with with some of his decision making I mean, he put if you have James Cameron just like going on the news and talking about how much of an idiot you are, like you've really fucked up. Yeah, James Cameron was like, yeah, man, it reminds me of the actual Titanic where people were like, hey, you should not do this. And he just charged through and did it. And a bunch of people died because of it. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, 
Again, I don't think I'm going to be like a rest in power guy. You know, I'm not going to leave that kind of legacy. But my new goal is to not die in a way where James Cameron has to come on live TV and talk about how stupid the way I died was. I mean, that, that would yeah. be the worst. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there another scenario that would happen besides like the submarine thing? Because I mean, it's like. The only other time I could think of was like if James Cameron had to get talked on because you somehow attached yourself to a Sidewinder missile and got launched into a helicopter. Like, I don't know. I, like, I might get assassinated by like the Qualtrics uh, Skynet Terminators. Man, <laughs> it's so bad. You know what? You shouldn't have given a killbot AI capabilities. Like, exactly. it's true. <laughs> I've made several movies about this. It's, it's not good. All right. All right. I guess we should we should move on. Everyone's already talked about this story. We haven't done an episode in a long time. Uh, Hellline number two, more like Supreme Courtside Seats. Nice. So, hey. from, oh, you guys like that one? That okay, there we go. Um, from ProPublica, Justice Samuel Alito took luxury fishing vacation with GOP billionaire who later had cases before the court. In the years after the undisclosed trip to Alaska, Republican mega donor Paul Singer's hedge fund had has repeatedly had business before. Uh, come before the Supreme Court. Alito has never recused himself. So it's pretty tight that the court is openly bought and paid for by GOP mega donors. We love democracy, don't we, folks? You know, Mike Lee's been like one of the big defenders for Alito and all this, which is um, awesome. Saying something because I'm pretty sure Mike Lee was a clerk for, for Alito. Oh, uh, maybe he got to go to Alaska too. And also his son is a clerk for Alito. Is well, he really? Maybe he yeah. can go to he can go to Alaska too, and then we can get uh, the little Lee Jazz Twitter dipshit to send more tweet threads about get, how he was, unfairly he, maligned his family is. It's yeah. not fair that all of our family members are <laughs> senators or congressmen or federal judges or man. That guy sucks, man. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, the other day. I was thinking about when um, Mike Lee. Uh, Sean Reyes, Glenn Beck went to that uh, Revolutionary War themed ice cream place. And they, uh, <laughs> Isn't that by your place? Well, there, there, there's like five of them, I think. Hell yeah. And so they we need all to go to one of those. Up, they all dress up in uh, like, you know, colonial wear. And um, yeah, so if you if you want to see a fun image, just Google Mike Lee, Glenn Beck, ice cream. <laughs> you can see the sickest looking guys you've ever seen eating eating I ice cream cosplay hats. as a slave owner who oh, loves love rocky those guys Road. are those guys are so awesome sean ray is throwing up the shaka too it's pretty sweet <laughs> that's awesome that's terrific what's 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 not to love about that tight right. i'm pretty sure if i went to if i went to that restaurant i'd probably be like tracy morgan on 30 rock and just scream at like the people yeah <laughs> you lie white devil <laughs> yeah just scream at the 14 year old scooping your ice cream yeah man it's uh it's great all right uh hell line number three they hate him because they ain't him 
So from CNN, Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, will plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and struck a deal with federal prosecutors to resolve a felony gun charge that department said Tuesday in court filings. As part of the plea agreement, the Justice Department has agreed to recommend a sentence of probation for the two counts of failing to pay taxes in a timely manner for the years of 2017 and 2018. Uh, Hunter R. Biden owed at least 100000 in taxes for 2017 and at least another 100000 in 2018, but did not pay what was due to the IRS by the deadlines. A judge will have a final say on any sentence, which again seems... Very weird that he's so maligned by the right and hated by so many of these people because he got pinched for the stuff that they love. Yeah. Not, not paying taxes and guns. Yeah. Like every single person that like came out was like, oh, he's good. Just sweetheart deal. It's like every single one who was also taking the plea deal for accidentally, accidentally taking a gun to an airport. <laughs> yeah. The, the, oh, man. All the guys who have Madison Cawthorn themselves. I know, dude. Yeah, but you, you are right, though. Like, where the hell are the taxationist theft guys? Yeah, Come exactly. On. Come on. Connor Boyack, sound off in the comments, dude. He's got questionable sexual practices as well. Come on. <laughs> are they, like, ever going to get to something with with Hunter Biden? Or no. is this just going to go on forever? I'm, I just, it's so, it's so lame. It's one of those things where it's like, they, they have to tie him to everything just because, like, <laughs> It's just like they want you to forget about the laptop. It's like, man, I don't even care about the laptop. Dude, that's that's legitimately that that is one of the conspiracy theories surrounding the submersible. No, the submersible man. and also like the I, Wagner group coup. Yeah, it's like, the, 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 you know, they were trying to deflect attention from the laptop. It's like, what? That doesn't make any yeah, sense. It is that was so Pierogi's whole thing. Christoph Porzingis was trying to uh take over Russia and you know, he did it to deflect his uh, his homie Hunter Biden. He's even heard so... of this hot dog guy before yesterday. <sighs> Dude, people just have damaged brains, man. Like the submarine conspiracy people. I was like, like billionaires wouldn't be dumb enough to just get in something like. I'm like, you poor. You post sweet all child. day on Twitter. Yeah, man. What are you talking about, dumb billionaires? It's so, it's so bizarre. Just, it's so bizarre. Just look at how many people have tried to fly around the world and just disappeared. And they're all usually have pretty fat net worths. Or how I many billionaires know. are fucking popsicles somewhere up by Everest? Nelson yeah, Rockefeller's dude. son got eaten. Like that's come on. <laughs> all right. Uh, last one is actually some good news. Hell line number four, back the Brown. From U.S. News, about 340,000 workers at the shipping giant UPS represented by the Teamsters have voted to authorize a strike when their current five-year contract expires on July 31st if a new tentative agreement isn't reached with the company by then. Voting began last week at local union halls around the U.S. Workers voted 97% in favor of approving the strike authorization. Negotiations on the national agreement between the UPS and the Teamsters begin in early May 2023 and remain ongoing and this is big especially here in salt lake because salt lake houses one of the biggest ups warehouses in the nation yeah so there there's some big time local ties here and if you look at like the demands that like the ups workers are like demanding it's like the most basic thing ever is like just let us have air conditioning yeah in the truck as we're hauling packages to and fro, like 
when it's 107 degrees in August. Yeah, just just give us an air conditioner so I don't pass out in my truck and just slam into a school or something. Man. Yeah. I mean, like, it's crazy how long like this, like they've gone without um, a major strike like this. But uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens because um, 97 percent approval is is nothing to scoff at. And I mean, I don't know. It's there's there's just something weird in the water right now with labor movements, and I, the the riders still don't have have a deal. There's kind of I'm not sure if you guys have read anything new about that recently, but I haven't read anything about it ending anytime soon. Nah, there's, um, no, there's there are rumors that it could uh, extend all the way to October. And, yeah, and so right now like, you're also seeing the hotel unions about to go on strike too because their deal ends on July, mm-hmm. on June 30th. So it just feels uh, like we're at a breaking point for like like a lot of different things at the moment. I think a lot of people kind of see the writing on the wall too. Is like we can either kind of fight against like the like solidification of class structure, or else we can all just get awashed and like just further like atomization and like alienation. So yeah, we either. Yeah. It's either the uberfication of fucking everything or we fight back and try to get some sort of rights. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's either we do something about this now or like the dumbest people in existence continue to rule us and do dumber things that immiserate us further. Yeah. And like there you you hit like some level of a breaking point at, at some stage. It does. It does feel like there's a lot like convalescing at the same moment, though. So I don't know, man. Um, like it, I don't know. I I'm worried about what could happen but like it's it's there's something optimistic about um that makes me feel optimistic about how many people are it's it's like it's shitty to say like it's good that people are feeling the pain but i think if that there seems to be a level of consciousness about like where like what's causing pain uh that that hasn't been there in years past and like i said it's it's kind of boiling over now i mean that kind of came up during the whole like submarine discourse too when like the general consensus especially online and twitter was like fuck them who cares like like you're, you're stupid enough to do that whatever and like and like the tut tutting that too was like well, well well they're human beings too i was like yeah not really like would, would you feel that way if you went down there's like my, no one in my family's ever going down that submarine either by ability or like desire so you can yeah. just kind of stop that shit right now. You think someone in my family has the ability to pay for a $250,000 submarine trip? <laughs> it's not happening, like, pal. Just a, a, a soda can with like a shit bag at the front of it. Paying $250,000 to get in like a death trap like that is just insane. Yeah, that's that's powered by a, like a remote control uh, that you use for like little race cars. Just think about that for a second. A quarter million dollars to like ride a soda can down to see a ship that has been there for over a hundred years because you saw Kate Winslet's boobs at like a formative age. <laughs> That's just you. Jordan. Draw me like one of your dead girls. No, no. Uh, I, I am much more attached to the Britannica, not the uh, oh, Titanic. Right. All right. Right. That's right. Okay. The other white, the white star line ships. That's all me. Well, uh, let's talk about our the main thing that we wanted to cover, and it's related to something we talked about uh, somewhat recently. Happy um, Pride, everyone. Yeah. As we come to the, the end of Pride Month uh, here in June, it's been, it's been a contentious one. Uh, I don't know if uh, people have 
seen the discourse, but of course it's just been, it's been great. People got um, mad about a bus. Yep. It's, uh, it's not great right now. Uh, but anyway, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, Spencer Cox put out his annual pride statement and he, it's basically just an extremely watered down version of the ones that he's posted in years past where he took out all reference to anything gay or trans or any motherfucking else. profiles and courage there. Yeah. So in this article in the trip from Emily Anderson Stern, it's a Utah state agency shared an LGBTQ plus pride post on social media. Governor Cox appointee had it removed. Public records show that a Department of Government Operations employee got in trouble for posting an LGBTQ plus pride image on an agency's official social media page. Just as it did last year, a Utah agency that oversees human resources for state employees worked during the last days of May to prepare social media content commemorating LGBTQ plus pride month to recognize employees and support them, wrote a manager who curates the state employee, the state's employer brand. Less than a week after the division made a Pride-related post, records obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune show that the communications director for the Utah Department of Government Operations, which oversees the, the Division of Human Resources Management, got in trouble for the post and was directed to delete it. An email sent to the members of the department's communication committees the following days all, all says all posts must refrain from recognizing social media holidays and nationally recognized holidays and anything politically charged. Marvin would like us to be agnostic. That's, that's so perfect for like how passive aggressive Utah is too. It's like, we won't celebrate anything if I have to celebrate gay people. Yeah. Like we can't post anything about nationally recognized holidays or which is also uh, social media holidays just because uh, if you can't post anything about pride, Nothing goes and motherfucker, um, you didn't do this the week before with Memorial Day, right? No, of course not. Well, and they also, uh, like they did, like it mentioned last year, they had a post and that was up. There's clearly been a regression here. In a conversation with the Tribune, Department of Government Operations Executive Director Marvin Dodge said that although the policy was issued. And began enforcing <laughs> began being enforced with Pride Month. The entity and its several divisions, whose responsibilities range from managing human resources to overseeing the state's archive and records, can no longer post in reference to any holidays. My concern with any holiday, and I'm not saying I'm anti-religious or anti-anything, but it seems these days, no matter what gets posted, somebody has a burr in their saddle, and we shouldn't go out of our way to irritate people, Dodge said. So if we celebrate Christmas and post Christmas things, then we irritate the atheists. We talk about Pioneer Day. I love how they say like atheists. Like there's whatever. There's people that don't celebrate Christmas that are, aren't atheists, but whatever. If we talk about Pioneer Day, we irritate the anti-Mormon people. Obviously, there's a lot of conversation on gay pride and that irritates the conservatives. Why does that irritate the conservatives? Like, let's <laughs> the biggest babies bit. in the world. Because, I mean, at its core, what it's really saying here is that um, all the holidays up until this point right here, we were okay with. But since it's June, we don't want to do that anymore. So we're stopping at this point exactly here. Yeah. The email to the communications committee indicates his decision came after uh, Governor Co Spencer Cox's office asked each department in the executive branch to establish written content review policies consistent with provided principles and best practices. 
A spokesperson for the governor's office declined to answer questions about what those principles and best practices are, <laughs> nor would they comment on Dodge's policy prior to fulfilling a, a pending public records request pertaining to Cox's directive. The office responded to a previous public records request regarding recent social media policies and communications about them, especially as they relate to Pride, saying it had no records. Cox appointed Dodge as the head of government operations in April. Dodge said that the Pride Month posts were the first he was asked to review. Quote, the content review piece came out of the governor's office, but frankly, that wasn't part of my decision, and I'm going to accept all the blame and fault for this one, Dodge said. And I'm not Good trying company to pick, man right there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I'm not huh. trying to pick on Gay Pride Month or any other issue. Yes, you Frankly, are. I approach this as I have throughout my career with the perspective of the taxpayers as the primary focus of concern. Listen, if you have to say it, if you have to preface something with, I'm not trying to do this, but. I'm not picking on no, gay people. This yeah, is really just like dead the giveaway, I'm, man. I mean, this is like just like the saying, like, I'm not racist. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, green, yellow. Like, it's the same exact thing. It's just because like. I treat everyone like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, so perfect, too, that this comes from like like Cox from on top is like, well, we just have policies in place. Like I really think that that time magazine article calling him the woke governor broke his fucking brain. Yeah, I man. Know. His rule change came as other state officials and agencies in recent weeks have seemingly distanced themselves from past messages supporting LGBTQ plus, uh, community. Just days before the post was removed, Cox published a Pride Month declaration that left out any mention of the LGBTQ plus community departing from years past, and the state's transit authority caved to pressure from lawmakers to remove Pride-themed livery from a bus set to appear in Salt Lake City's annual parade. I don't have any issue whether somebody's part of the LGBT community or the black community or Hispanic community or anything else, Dodge said. We're all employees. We're on the same team and I can love them and respect them and appreciate what they do. I don't think having something posted on our social media is the ultimate statement that I can make. I I, I, I agree, but it's also a statement when you like unmake the statement. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes, it's a two way street there too. It's like, yeah, it, it doesn't really mean anything if you don't post anything there. Cause like no one's looking to the Utah state archives for, um, for like a beacon of like, of like LGBTQ pride phrase. For totally. But also if you do it up to a certain point and then you stop, it becomes extremely suspect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on May 23rd, Je Jennifer Weaver, the communications director for the Department of Government Operations, sent a message to Justin Berry, the employer brand manager for the Division of Human Resource Management, asking, do you have an image or video from, from DHRM for Pride Month that I can post on social media? Berry indicated to Weaver on May 25th that he uploaded the content, and Weaver said she was keeping Dodge informed, records show. With the, gov the governor's new push for content review, I'm informing Marv about recognizing Pride Month via social media so he's aware. I don't see a problem with it at all, but I want to make sure he knows. A week later, Barry followed up, asking if Dodge approved the post. Weaver said he hadn't responded. I really don't think it's an issue as long as he was made aware. We're good. If something was wrong, he would tell me, Weaver wrote. I agree. It's just a strange new world at the moment, LOL, Barry replied. Another week passed on June 6th. Weaver messaged Barry saying, would you happen to have any time to chat? I got in trouble for the pride post and had to delete it. <laughs> so both Weaver and Barry are free to Somebody disapprove of their boss's position. That. With the latter saying that the remove posts, removing of the post was sad. We need to support our employees and I'm very sad we cannot support them by recognizing their heritage or special recognition days, Barry wrote. I hope that changes. It's not political. It's human. 
Barry asked if Weaver thought it would be helpful to sit down with Dodge and talk to him, explain why we need to support these things. She told him that Dodge would address it in a meeting, that she'd brought up the same points that Barry made, but Dodge was firm in his decision. I would argue that supporting Pride as a month is not a uh, community group, but rather a group of employees who often feel like they are not seen or supported. Same with Black History, Women's History, etc., Barry said. Uh And he doesn't want posts on those either, Weaver replied. (laughs) The Utah Public Employees Association, the union representing state employees, did not respond to a request for comment. Great. Great union. Sus. (laughs) We love a company union, folks. Doesn't really surprise me. Um, a day after the post was removed, Weaver sent an email to the members of the department's communications community. As you may or may not know, a new content review framework from the governor's office was issued by the chief of staff, uh, John, uh, chief of staff, John Pierpont earlier this week. All state agencies are required to establish written policy con- policies consistent with provided principles and best practices from the governor's office. Again, they didn't say what those were. Spencer Cox walking around with a bunch of memos and putting them on people's desks saying, don't say anything gay, huh? Yeah. In in June of last year, the Division of Human Resource Management posted a graphic to its social media pages saying that said, be proud, wishing followers a happy Pride Month. The word proud was colored in rainbow. The latter U was in the shape of Utah. Uh, yeah, it's nice. The week prior to the the Pride post being deleted, the division posted a graphic recognizing Memorial Day, and that remains on its social media pages. So <laughs> that's good. Um, Jordan, you're well, welcome. Yeah. I earned that great. free meal at Chili's. <laughs> um, that onion's not going to bloom itself, man. Yeah, it really isn't. Uh, Troy Williams, the director of Equality Utah, said our society could benefit from more curiosity and less suspicion of each other. (laughs) There is a relentless demand in our country to engage in the tired old culture wars. It's always my tribe versus yours. Ad infinitum. What Williams said. Can the local media, I don't know, interview a single other member of the LGBTQ <laughs> local community. Jordan is the only one. Is, That's he what he's the on, like, is he the official spokesperson? Yeah. Tro- Troy, I don't know if you get this now or not, but the other tribe wants you dead. Yeah. Um, they yeah. hate you, dude. I know. Uh, we it's can like, all you, honor you. Used to be a, you used to be a shield for them. Now you're a liability. Yeah. We can all honor Juneteenth regardless of our race. We can all enjoy Pioneer Day regardless of our faith. This is like the perfect choice statement. Uh, I like that. We can enjoy Pride Month regardless of our sexual orientation. None of this is political. All of these celebrations are how we share our humanity and culture with each other. Come to the party and join our parade. Everyone is welcome. Let's get together and learn more about each other. Um, they I don't, don't when he says, want to do that with you. And when he says none of this is political, like I, I, I agree that it would be great if this were not political. But the problem is, is that like a lot of political, political weapons. When he said, yeah, like uh, <clears throat> Troy's got to realize that this is political uh, because those weapons he mentioned, uh, a lot of those weapons and weaponry are political weapons that are being wielded against these people right now. So, right. Um, probably need to get up for the task so <clears throat> sucks boo thumbs down it does suck Hate it really this. does suck i don't know it's it's it, it is crazy to see um i don't know like the the regression from from year over year but also the whole like we we're the government we don't want to upset people it's like dude 
there are how many what portion of this country just says i hate the government <laughs> like like a solid uh, like 50 or 60 your mere existence is uh everybody is, hates you dude yeah because i mean like even like look at it this way too like the only thing that the government can solidly do for most of the population <clears throat> is just punish you like like yeah. that's it like the the most like vibrant representative of government in any city county state and federal agency is the parts that carry guns and shoot you yeah. like yeah there's a reason why like people hate government like and it's and it's sad because like at a certain point like you can make government work for you if you actually like you know empowered it to I mean, yeah, I mean, I like in theory, the government is just supposed to be, you know, a, a reflection of, of all of us. Um, and there's ostensibly democratic control in that versus all the other things in this country that we have no control over. So, um, yeah, like when you just say, you know, I hate the government, you're like, like what a what a personally debilitating thing you're, you're doing. You're just kneecapping yourself like yeah. that. But, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff this, from everyone. This sucks, guys. I yeah, it's 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 a bummer. And like I, I don't know. There's been I, I unfortunately saw what people like Andy know were up to on Twitter recently. It's just there's there's a very um there's a very coordinated attack that's happening uh like against all things gay or trans that we've talked about like the last few weeks, but like I don't know. It's 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 crazy to just to see how much it's it's heating up. Like Trump is back on the like, if I'm president again, I'm instantly banning trans people from the military. And it's yeah. like, and and this is where the concept of solidarity really has to be there too, because like you can't just like cut off people and be like, well, you know, I it's kind of a liability to defend you, because right. like. Trump's also like said today too, it's like, oh, so if I become president again, I'm going to exile all the socialists and the communists. Yep. So I was like, all right, man, like, okay, I, I don't need to read the poem to you to kind of understand exactly how it's kind of going, but um, it ain't good. Yeah. And like, they think of all of these things as like they think of gay people, trans people, communism, socialism, wokeism. That's like all the same thing to these people. Um, so like when I hear Ron DeSantis say like, I want to eradicate or destroy leftism in this country. I, I guess it was the Daily Wire guy that said eradicate tr the trans ideology. Oh, yeah, DeSantis yeah, the, yeah, Michael Knowles. Yeah. yeah, then DeSantis said he wanted to destroy wokeism. Um and left he said he was going to destroy leftism can you imagine if like nancy pelosi said we're going to destroy conservatism in this country like what well then would, the, the problem with that is do. is that nancy pelosi would then be destroying herself i know totally but just like their idea <laughs> their idea of who they think is like the you know someone who's just like an insane leftist like nancy pelosi the way the way i've heard like conservative people talk about nancy pelosi i'm like are we do, are we talking about the same person? Because it's <laughs> it's really extraordinary. But um, Hell yeah, yeah bro. it also just speaks like just how like fragile and atomized and like yeah, immiserated this country is too. Where it's like you put all of societal ills on wokeism or LGBTQ people or anything like that because like everyone knows there's a problem. Like 
you're, you, you don't really think these things if like everything's going good in your life. Like you're not retreating into YouTube and coming up with mind palaces in your brain if you're doing great. Right. So it's like it, the, the, uh, these amount of like conspiracy theories and the rhetoric that surrounds all the stuff comes from a place or I genuinely think is like not a good place for a country's zeitgeist to be in because generally it like prefaces a whole lot of horrible shit. It's uh yeah, it's real dark stuff, man. It doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Don't read the Jakarta method and like read the news anymore. It, yeah. It, 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 it'll, it'll make you pretty sad. <laughs> Fuck you, but Vincent Bevins, you're a brilliant writer. For writing right? a very good book. You wrote a very good book that made me very sad. Yeah. And um, I was scared. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little scary, but I don't know, man. Um, it's I, like pride month is ending of course. So, uh, but like these attacks or whatever, um, maybe they won't be as viral on TikTok or whatever, but, um, yeah, like it's still just going to continue on. So, uh, like, I, like we said last time, be super mindful. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, focus on Grimace's birthday instead. That, that's, I think about Grimace's birthday. Anyway, it's my Christmas, actually. A real, a real gay icon, Grimace. I can't You know, stop, he also man. associated with Donald Trump, so I'm not exactly sure if we want to, you know, uh, celebrate Grimace, because, you oh, know, my. maybe. Okay, if if Trump does a Grimace birthday shake challenge, forget everything <laughs> I just said, I'm voting for him. Trump, Trump does a Grimace birthday shake <laughs> challenge, like, every day, but it's also, like, along with, like, 14 filet of fishes Do you think Trump's had a Grimace birthday shake? Yes. <laughs> I, I think he's had a taste of one, too, but it was, like, one of the savages, like, let me let me just try that really quick. <laughs> mm, the hereditary know. music playing I don't know if I like the taste. It's, 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 it's uh, fruity. Milkshakes should not be fruity. They should be chocolatey. It's or, vanilla before you eat the fry, and then it's berry after you eat the fry. It's so good. Oh, man. Anyway, Sound of Freedom coming out this upcoming weekend, I think. Cash's front row in our pit, Vipers. Surely not going to be just filled with the most insane people ever. Because, like, like you look at the people who are, like, pushing this movie right now, and it's like Michael Flynn. Oh, yes. I know. I saw that. I can't believe. What a, I'm what so, an absolute I'm so excited, show. dude. Remember when uh, when Tim Ballard said that QAnon, even if it's fake, is actually good because it's raising awareness. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, I also remember when he said like the Wayfair like like thing was real. Right, <laughs> this guy rocks. I can't wait to see his movie. Uh, oh, hey, I gotta tell you guys, I was uh, because I'm bored and I do some things. Like I looked up. Uh, uh, I looked up uh, Underground Railroad's uh, 990, their tax form they have to file every year. They made like eighty million dollars last year, and like ten million of that was like profit. That makes me feel good. Also, I, I learned a few <laughs> of the key players inside the organization, and their director of operations used to work for Homeland Security until he was tragically shot. <laughs> it's a sad, sad story. Um, also, so there it's it's Steve Scalise. Hold on, not done with the story yet. He was tragically shot by another agent during a performance evaluation. (laughs) (laughs) He cheddar bombed himself. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Apparently the uh, other agent disagreed with the assessment of a supervisor and um, that went south. Oh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> this rocks, man. What a cool group of people. Yeah. 80, <laughs> what a cool wow. movie. I'm so excited to waste three hours of my Saturday doing this. Are Watching. they still being sued? Like, I, are they still under investigation by no, Davis County? No, Davis County finally closed that. But I was like, Ugh. man, it, it feels like one of those like, just don't do that again. And there's like walked great. off. Lovely. Well, in any case, uh, movie comes out. Oh yeah, they closed it back in May. Um, man, I wonder if Sean Ray has got involved with that. Uh, see you in the theater. Say? Can't wait. We'll be talking about that movie soon. Hope everyone has a great rest of your month. A great rest of, uh, I don't know, summer's in, in full swing. Get out there. Have a good summer, I guess. Good vibes. Remember, All right, boys. Rise and grind out there. I know those Airbnb uh, profits have been tanking out there, but you know what? <laughs> the real heads out there, they keep at it. Yep. That's right. Mr. More properties, baby. Mr. Kristaps Porzingis, I salute you um, <laughs> for being the big dick boss player of Russia. I want you to keep at it, big guy. You, you know what? I hope that guy just isn't really attached to eating or drinking anything for the rest of his <laughs> life because um, I don't think that's going to have a good outcome. No. Man. Well, Putin just in his like imperial palace listening to no new friends. That guy's yeah. going to like commit suicide by stuffing himself in the suitcase or something. <laughs> He's going to Khashoggi himself. That's perfect. All right. all right, boys. That's a good place to end it. Great words of wisdom from all involved. We will see everyone <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye, everybody.